Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hey, everybody. It's Yasmin Boland here. I'm an astrologer. I'm a moonologer. This show is called Astrology with Yasmin, and I would like to take your calls. Now, I was just taught, I'm actually broadcasting live on my Facebook page as well. If you'd like to tune in and see me, it's not really what I look like. Like I've got a filter on there, so I look uh, much more human than I actually do in real life. Um, but if you'd like to call in, I was just saying uh, before we came live on air that every week I say, call in, call in, and no one calls in, no one calls in. And then all of a sudden, everybody goes, oh, I'm going to try because I say there's no one on the line. And then suddenly there's like 20 people on there and I can't take all the calls. So call in earlier, call in sooner rather than later, and I will give you the number. It's for really for people in the States, but if you don't mind, you know, if you've got free minutes overseas, like I know some people do these days, the number to dial is um, 816-251-3555. That is 816-251-3555. And we already have some people on the line. Good. People are starting to realise. Otherwise, Otherwise, everyone calls at the last minute and I can't get I can only do like three or four calls. So there we go. Good. Um, I see you there, Joanne and Leo and someone else who's called Wireless Caller. (laughs) Um, I will get to you. So today is a big day, astrologically speaking. And if you are like me and you couldn't sleep last night, I know why. In fact, I just realized, which is really insane, given that my whole entire life revolves around the moon. um, (laughs) I completely forgot last night why I couldn't sleep. It was the full moon. The full moon happened, uh, let's see, probably what, not very good at maths, about seven hours ago now and uh so of course we were all feeling it last night so hands up if you couldn't sleep last night I think I came downstairs at about 2 a.m and uh ate some cheese because I have this belief that cheese makes me sleep and um also I took a valerian which is a, a, a herb that you can take if you can't sleep I find it's really powerful in fact the first time I ever took a valerian I thought it was a panadol which is like I think what in the states you call um what do you call it it's just that thing you take you know if you've got a headache um I can't remember what you guys call it but panadol we call it here in England and in Australia I thought it was a panadol and I usually take two panadols so I took two and um and then about half an hour later I was just like falling asleep on the couch and I thought what the heck did I take and I went and I had a look and I'd taken two valerian 
So I know it works. It's not just like the power of positive thinking. It actually, actually works. I couldn't sleep. And loads of people are saying on Facebook that they couldn't sleep. Well, now you know why. Hopefully, we will have a better sleep today. I did a really, if I dare say so myself, a really, for me anyway, very powerful um, full moon ceremony I did today. Um, and, uh, yeah, Tylenol, people are saying. Panadol, Tylenol, yes. Valerian, I thought it was Tylenol. Did a very powerful, it was very powerful for me. I don't know about anyone else, but if you want to check it out, it's um, it's on Facebook. Just go to my page, Yasmin Boland, and you'll find it. I normally do um, my full moon events at night because I actually love getting out under the full moon and uh, and doing it at night. But for whatever reason, I didn't. I scheduled it for um, midday today and thousands and thousands of people signed up for it. So I thought I'd better not change the time as I have been known to do every now and then. I'm trying to learn how to behave. And uh, it was so powerful because I called in Ganesh. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you and say, if you want to go and have a look at it, it's on Facebook. But let's also call in Ganesh now. And something that was really powerful for me today was the fact that this is a full moon eclipse in the sign of Gemini. So number one, we are now into the eclipse season, the last eclipse season of this year. So it's a big deal. Okay. Um, this is really the eclipse to let go of whatever you're holding on from 2020 that you want to release. And Lord knows a lot of us are holding on to lots of stuff. I actually did something else today and I would again encourage you to join me. It's all free. Um, the full moon eclipse ceremony I did today is free. And I also started up my chanting again which I think it's making me feel better already. Um, I've been doing chanting on and off all year, but I did have a long off period. And um, and I started doing that again, and that's with the goddess Kali. And, again, if you want to find out about that, go to my Facebook page, go to the events section, and you'll see it's on there, um, daily chanting Monday to Friday. So, you know, basically what we need to do is we need to use this um, energy that's around right now to release, to let go, to forgive, to move on. And really I think the most important thing is to clear out our thoughts that's the most important thing. Now, I've told everyone to call in so I can speak to you, but I also see that I have the amazing, my amazing guest today, Laura Day, is on the line. And uh, I do want to bring her on. And I know she was quite keen to take some calls with me. I think she said she was keen to take calls. If she can't, she can't. But I think she said she wanted to. So why don't I just give her a little introduction? We can get her on the line. We can talk about uh, what she thinks about the full moon and releasing because, you know, Laura, if you're listening, it's all about letting go today. And also because it's in Gemini, Gemini is the the um, sign of the mind. So it's about letting go of all negative thoughts that we've had this year, especially because it's an eclipse. So um, let me just give you a little introduction to Laura Day, who, can I say, I met on when she came on another one of my radio shows back in the day. How about that? I met her online. She's like a she's like my online date. So 
She is a New York Times best-selling author, Laura Day. She's spent four decades, I mean, I'm telling you, the woman looks like she's 30 years old, but anyway, she spent four decades helping individuals, organizations, and companies harness and develop their innate intuitive abilities to create profound change. Newsweek magazine calls her the $10,000 a month psychic, adding, when business people need a crystal ball, they turn to consultant Laura Day. A-list, sorry, blah, blah, blah. They turn to consultant Laura Day, the intuitist. So that's a bit like the mentalist, but she's an intuitist. The independent dubbed her something that I always call her when I'm telling my friends about her. I always say, oh, my God, I got this. I met this amazing woman in New York. She's amazing. They call her the psychic of Wall Street. That's what I call her. A-list Hollywood stars and Wall Street executives praise her ability to predict future events, including the 2008 recession, with astounding accuracy. Now, one of my absolutely all-time favourite actors, Brad Pitt, has said of Laura Day, who you're about to meet, I believe in the gut and I believe in Laura Day. And quite frankly, if it's good enough for Brad Pitt, it's good enough for me. Laura's work has helped to demystify intuition and bring it into the mainstream. In her workshops and presentations, she demonstrates a practical, verifiable and sometimes astonishing use of intuition in the fields of business, science, medicine and personal growth. And I can attest to the fact that I've known Laura, I think maybe now for two years, her intuition is um, literally, I mean, I would almost say frightening, (laughs) jaw-dropping. Um, Laura has trained thousands of people and companies to use their brains, perceptions and sixth sense to realise their goals. She's the author of six selling, uh, six best-selling books, Practical Intuition, Practical Intuition in Love, Practical Intuition in Success, The Circle, Welcome to Your Crisis and my personal favourite, How to Rule the World from Your Couch because that's actually one of my ambitions in life is to rule the world from my couch or at least rule my world from my couch, preferably wearing my pyjamas. So, Laura Day, are you on the line there, Miss Laura Day? I am. What a lovely intro. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Laura, are you in New York right now? I am. I'm watching a beautiful rainstorm. So perfect for a full moon eclipse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Laura, I mean, there's so much we can talk about, but tell me, what would you like to talk about today? Is there anything that you would like to discuss? Yes, I I think that um, there's a lot of stress right now to be positive at a time where we're required to make a lot of changes. And one of the things that scientific research on intuition has shown us is that when the group sentiment is a certain way, we all feel it individually. So, for example, during up times uh, when there's a lot to celebrate, we feel more up, even if we have no information about it or aren't connected physically. Intuition is really about non-locality. So we're feeling people's thoughts and feelings. And it is a very important time right now to, first of all, forgive ourselves the downtime, allow things to be a little messy. And I, I, I found one of my favorite Nietzsche quotes, one must still have chaos in oneself to be able to give birth to a dancing star. 
And I really think that that is what this time is about. We are giving birth to a dancing star. But any of you who have ever given birth or seen birth, it is a bloody, messy process. And so I want to encourage people to use things like chanting, meditation, the circle, embodiment, breath, just being held if you have a partner, uh, holding your children and friends, anything to fill yourself with you so you are not a sponge for other people's chaos. You can use your own chaos. Other people, people's chaos doesn't serve you. And, and go easy on yourself. You know, we all have down moments. I, I think that this is a time where people are confusing their feeling out of balance with prediction. And it's very different. I work on evidence-based prediction. And what people, the, the, a lot of the doomy stuff people are feeling now, it's not prediction. It's that there's just a whole lot of change going on. On some level, and this is a funny thing for a psychic to say, on some level, I think that prediction isn't helpful except to help you chart your path in this moment, and that's what we should all be doing. Yeah. Was that too so, much of a Laura, <laughs> Just a second ago, you said, you said um, something about, you know, hug your kids, hug your partner, do the breath work, do the meditation, so on, so that you're not a sponge for other people's fear. So can you just expand on that? Are you saying that if we fill ourselves up, then the other people's sort of feelings can't get into us? Did I understand that right? Yes. The only psychic self-defense, I mean, I know there's all this stuff about put the white light around you or hold a crystal and all of that is fine, but truly the only fully effective psychic self-defense is to as fully as possible, and this is never 100% possible, but as fully as possible to inhabit yourself. And inhabiting yourself may not always feel good. You may have, you know, anger you need to release. You may have tears you need to cry. You need, may have fears you need to shake out. But to, when you fully inhabit yourself as much as possible, then the only thing you connect to is what is helpful for you. And there is so much um, research. I mean, for example, there's research on prediction that people off the street can predict a computer image that a computer will generate in the future. And how do we know they predict it? Because we can now measure what the brain does. So we can see to a terrifying image, even if the person is looking at nothing, their brain registers terror. To a loving image, their brain registers connection. So what we do know now is you can feel people's feelings, you can hear people's thoughts and dialogue with them. You know, think of all those conversations. You can experience to some degree the future, but the only thing that matters the only, the only true power you have is in this moment. So as, as much as you can inhabit this probably somewhat chaotic moment, the, the more you can uh, channel that into creating your next moment. And, and that is the idea, to, to, to reframe, redescribe the past in a way that serves you to be powerful now. And to be powerful now 
in a way that allows you, as you were talking about before with the full moon, allows you to let go of what you need to let go of, to embrace new things you need to embrace. So this next moment is something that you choose, you create, and you share with whom you choose. Yeah. And, and a bit of a random question, Laura, but what do you think about watching the news during times like this when, you know, everybody's getting horrible messages 24-7 about the coronavirus and about the political situation in the USA and, you know, the endless, you know, waiting for the results and all that? Do you think people should switch off the TV or is that not necessary? I think different strokes for different folks. I wrote a book called Welcome to Your Crisis, and there are four crisis types. And I think a denial type, like my husband, can watch the news and it just doesn't shake him up. An anxiety type, like myself, definitely cannot. A rage or depression type, probably the only people who should be watching the news are are denial types. But it, it depends on your own filter. And I think it's really important for all of us to use this time to say, not am I right or wrong, you know, not am I good or bad, but what is what is useful uniquely uh, to me right now? So, for example, during this time, I have begun um, having dessert, which I don't even really like sweets, but it felt useful to me. And I'm actually, for some reason, because I guess I'm more sedentary, waking up with more energy because I have, I guess, more glucose available at night and I'm sleeping better. So I'm respecting my body, even though it goes against everything that, you know, I prescribe pecan pie for myself. Um, And I don't even like sweets very much. I'd much rather have, you know, a turkey leg. Um, but but it's, it's really important to listen to your own wisdom. You know, one of the things that I've been doing on Instagram at Laura Day Intuit is asking people, even people who are kind of a little outside my belief system, to come on and to share a, a method, to share a transition, to share with my readers and my viewers because we all have different receptors, you know. Uh, it, it, we, not all of us are on the same frequency, and it's important to find something that speaks to you. And how do you know it speaks to you? It helps you function. It helps you feel better. It, it, it makes your immunity stronger. It helps you navigate your relationship. It helps you be creative in ways that, you know, create uh, pleasure and wealth, you know, because you function better. And, you know, we get stuck in the whole spirituality thing. But the reality is we are physical beings in a physical world. And our our, um, task is to succeed at being a physical being in a physical world, to earn enough, to have enough love, to have enough comfort, to have enough health. And then once we do to share that in ways that are empowering to ourselves and others. And it's just so important to say, okay, is this helping me? So you and I did a chanting thing on my Instagram the other day, and it really helped me. I, I felt I, when it was done, I felt really organized. I was able to get up and do some things that I hadn't been able to do before. That's how I knew it was good for me. There's some other practices that actually – um, uh, too much predictive intuition for me actually gets me anxious. It doesn't help me to function. So whether it's right or wrong doesn't matter. 
What matters is it's not helpful, but that's unique. So I'm really trying, and I'm going to do this again over the holidays. I'm, I'm asking all of the ethical guild practitioners I know to come on and do 10-minute experiences on Instagram um, because everyone, everyone needs something different. And yet, when we each get what we need, but we join it together in what I call a healing hive, all of a sudden we have that immense power of, of many, of community, to be able to carry us as we easily carry others. Because your burdens are the hardest burdens. Your burdens are the ones where you're just so tired you can barely carry them anymore. But, but my burdens aren't so hard for many of you, and vice versa. So we need to learn to work in community, but first by addressing our individuality. Like, I don't meditate. If I sit and meditate, it just makes me crazy, and it doesn't help me function. Um, I find that, that movement helps me function, that chanting helps me function, um, that singing helps me function, that if I can get, eke a good cry out, that helps me function. Um, friends help me function. Advice, not so much, usually feeds my anxiety. But what is your cocktail? And maybe write it down. Head a page with what is my cocktail and review it every once in a while. And, and look at what is working to have you function better. That's your cocktail. And that cocktail will change because guess what? You are not the same person you were when Yasmin and I began speaking. Oh, I do love you, Laura Day. Um, listen, I, we've I got a couple of people on the line. Are you, are you able to hang around yes, for a bit? We'll please. take a couple of questions. Love to. Okay, I'm speaking to Laura Day. Let me just give you her uh, website address while we're at it as well. It's very simple, lauraday.com. And uh, she's all over Instagram as Laura Day Intuit. And uh, she's going to be doing a boot camp quite soon as well. Someone here saying, Danielle on Facebook is saying, same with me, Laura, meditation doesn't work for me. And I'm also a psychic. So I wonder why that is. I, I don't know. Somebody said to me meditation's very... Uh, very masculine. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but it does sort of, um, it does resonate with me I, a little bit. I think that most intuitives, most people who, who are especially childhood intuitives have ADHD. And the problem is that focus becomes hyper-focus and you're still able to travel too much in your, with your attention because you, you don't have that frontal executive function. So for most, for most especially childhood psychics, not the ones, like I train people who train as adults and they have normal brains, but people who don't have normal brains and who do have ADHD like most psychics do, meditation is often um, not good and actually research has shown that with ADHD it can often be detrimental. What is helpful uh, with ADHD is often um, physical or mechanical tasks um, and and things, for example, chanting for me, it's not the chanting, it's not the attentional thing, it's the vibration of the chanting and then the meeting of the voices that for me does it. So yes, you, you have to find your thing and it's very hard because everyone's trying to shove green juice down our throat. Green juice... Yeah you know, makes me a little loose, not good for me. You know, it's, you've got to find your own power potion. 
and yeah and, i love that your cocktail as well somebody on facebook is saying i love that i love that too Let, let's take a call laura let's um let's go line one where we have phyllis you're going to be speaking to lots of your fellow americans because they're nearly all calling you from the states are you there phyllis hi phyllis can you hear me yes hi phyllis i can hear you yes how are you doing today i'm doing okay how are you doing uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. I, I would say I'm I'm um, treading water. Yeah, you know, I, I my gut when just when I heard your name was was that you're you're coming out of a time of betrayal into a time of of really being forced to own your own power without sharing it, and that's a very hard thing for you to do. But I think that. If you can use this full moon here, use this moment to to write down what your personal goals are that have nothing to do with anyone else and to really, you know, keep that piece of paper with you, maybe even laminate it and and work just for you. I think you'll find that synchronicity, synchronistically help comes in because I, I do think actually, even though it doesn't feel like it, you've turned a corner. And I think that there is one thing that's coming up for you in the next, I don't know, eight or nine, ten days that, that you know about already that is, that is weighing on you and that may get solved in a way you didn't think about it. I think you get very hyper-focused. And, <laughs> and if you just take a breath and, and let the energy go a little, um, you know, hand it over. I, I always tell my students, join with, join with the energy because we're not alone. So join with that energy and there's just say, screw this. It's got to have a solution, but I don't have it. And hand it over. And with that openness, of course, you're taking on other people's things that are easy for you to solve. Because I think that, I think that there, is some, there is some help available. And it's funny because it doesn't feel like friendship help. It feels like help that... You know, uh, I don't know. You know when a, a you realize you haven't filed for a tax credit that you could have, or you have feels like that kind of thing that's very, that's structural that may pop up if you can just let go a little. I think you should do something. You know, uh, do something. You know, active and noisy for a few minutes that just gets you tired. So that's my sense. Did you have a question, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It, it was along those lines as well. Um, it, it's it, it's almost like yeah, you you hit the nail on the uh, the my head. My day job. Uh, yes, I am. Um, day, guys. Listen, we've here. actually only no, got no, ten no, seconds. No, no. We're going to the break. Oh, you guys you can keep talking for a couple of seconds, but I'll, we'll be back after here. the break. Okay. All right. Thank you. No, you're so welcome. Hey, are you still on, We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. 
Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hey, everybody. We are back. We are back, back, back. I can see my friend Jane Perchel is watching me on Facebook. Jane, you have to stick around for this. I'm talking to this amazing person called Laura Day, who I hope one day you might meet. Um, everybody, yes, I have Laura Day on the line. Now, Laura is a very, very magical woman. She's an intuitive and uh, she works with all sorts of amazing people, um, including uh, people like, as I mentioned before, Brad Pitt, which got a bit of a reaction on Facebook, everyone saying how much they love Brad Pitt. But Laura did not get into being an intuitive that's paid thousands and thousands of dollars um, by people on, you know, the Wall Street street types because she was cosmic in fact if anything but is that right laura how did you become an intuitive tell us the story well that was so intuitive of you because i just wrote a post for my uh for my followers on instagram saying listen i know you guys know me as kind of a hardcore science-based evidence-based intuitive but i want to introduce you to these other practices because they might be useful so when i was 20 i was Um, I was watching a TV show, and I had been a math and science nerd. I went to a school called Stuyvesant in New York City. That's all the math and science nerds. You test into it. It's all math and science. Nobody knows how to read in the school. And um, and I I went to this school, and I, I, you know, started university, and I was really bored. So I'm 20 years old, and I watch all these science channels. And on one of the channels, there was a show about the extended capacities of the human mind and remote viewing and telepathy. And I thought, but this was all done at the university level and the military level. And I thought, oh, well, doesn't everyone do these things? I mean, I I never realized that everyone didn't experience these psychic events uh, in a verifiable way. So I called up the the head professor in the study and I said I can do what you're talking about and so I went in they put me through some tests and I agreed to be a test subject uh, only if they would keep me anonymous which of course a promise they broke they televised something and I had this instant following and I didn't even have a name for what it was I did I mean I had no um, I had no kind of esoteric beliefs um, and and so once it was televised, I decided really that that companies were because I was a little worried. You know, am I a crazy person? I thought, well, companies, I'm either right or wrong. I mean, they're putting money on this. <laughs> so I started working a lot for in medicine, in business, in politics, um, and and predicting in a very kind of straight laced way. I've gotten, you know, more interested in other things as I've gotten older. But what I do is I train intuitives for the mainstream and I train them in a way that they are adequately uh, compensated because I think paraprofessionals, which we still are, are not properly compensated. And it does, you know, in when you're when a company hires you, you're being paid to be right. And that takes training and focus and energy and time. So that's what boot camp is. I'm training people to do this for the mainstream. Now, I am 61 years old. I'm talking about when I was 20. So now, in many ways, this is the mainstream. My, my trainees, you know, get paid five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month for an hour of their time. 
because they're being paid to be right. And that's a lot of pressure too. I also train people to use it for themselves. And I do a lot of free trainings because it's really helpful for people to just use it in community, you know, to swap readings, to swap healings, to, to guide each other. As Ram Das says in my, uh, one of my favorite quotes, we're just wa- all walking each other home. Yeah, true, 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 true. Shall we take another call, Laura? Sure. I'd love questions about intuition. As you know, I fall into reading so easily, but I think it's more interesting for people if there are questions about intuition that they can use. And before we sign off, I really want to give people three things they can do right now to anchor their intuition in helping their lives. Because by the way, intuition can mess you up too. You can hear a lot of noise. You can feel a lot of toxic things that don't belong to you. You can go into someone else's future that's not really helpful for you. It's really important to learn not just to develop these skills and direct them in ways that enhance your earth reality, but also to filter these skills. You, you, know, you don't need to be more intuitive. You're already intuitive. What you need to do is learn to implement a filter that makes it useful for you. Right. Okay. Well, I can highly recommend Laura's book, How to Rule the World from Your Couch. Um, it's I have proof that that book's, book works, which I'll just quickly tell you. Um, in one of the first couple of chapters, Laura actually asks you to tune into her. And I tuned into Laura. I'd never met her. I'd only spoken to her on the show, a bit like I'm doing right now. And I tuned into her and I saw a picture and um, – and I and I actually saw her. I, I, I saw her doing having a meal, and I wrote to her and I said, "Is that right? You know, does this sound right? Is this the kind of thing? You know, blah blah blah." And she said, "Yes, yes, that all sounds good." But it wasn't really that easy to verify. Fast forward uh, two months later, I actually went to New York to hold a workshop that Laura had basically set up for me, and uh, I walked into her home, into her apartment in in New York. And lo and behold, exactly as I had seen when I imagined her, I'd completely forgotten about it, but that's exactly what I saw. And anyone who's not in America will understand this a bit better. But Laura had or has, like, you know, I think you Americans call it a coffee bar where it's like a table that's a bit extra high, like it's more than waist height and it's got a coffee machine and cups and sugar. Laura had that in her apartment. And that is exactly what I had seen. And in England and in Australia, we don't have those. So it was like really weird for me to have seen her at this high table so anyway i can verify it let's take a call and then we'll talk about the three things you the three bits of information you want to give people okay um let's Perfect. go to joanne on let me see what number line they've put her on joanne oh there we are uh oh she's not on a, a line but she is there i don't know louis can you take joanne now that i've said her name Joanne. Hi, Joanne. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. You're speaking to Yasmin and Bolin and Laura Day. Thank you. I'm so happy you've taken my call. What would you like to know today? Um, I, I, um, I, I guess, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I should be doing. Uh, I actually, um, 
retired a couple of years ago, and uh, I, I was in something uh, is actually an engineer for the military, and it didn't really match me, but I did it to the end. And so the past couple of years, I've been trying to tap more into my spiritual side and um, try to figure out what I should be doing, how I should serve. And so I've done a lot of healing in these past two years. Um, I think I had a lot of stuff, and I was like a survivor, and now I don't feel like a survivor. So I think I really made progress, but um, I'm still trying to figure out and be more in tune or listen more, be more receptive of my intuition. You know what's interesting is that people, people try to figure out, whereas if you are just really present in your life, you the the solutions come and really that's the way intuition works is you set a goal and then you live and and you live in a way that allows you to integrate things that come in from left field i i think it would be very i i, I always see people throwing out babies with the bathwater. i think it would be really interesting to use your engineering background spiritually and, you know, I, by the way, I have a problem with the word spirit because, you know, a good bowel movement is a spiritual event. We are <laughs> spirit. We go to spirit. There's, we can't not be spiritual. But what we do have to be is more connected to that energy source and then be able to channel it through our ego in a more effective way for life. And and I I have a feeling... It's, it's, I have a feeling that there's a lot of, I hate to sound like a psychic here, but there, there are a lot of dead people around you. There's, there's a lot of loss around you that's kind of historic, familial, and, and I think that, it's, that, that making a kind of a blueprint now for just day by day, day by day, how you're going to try to integrate this today um, and using that, those engineering skills, and also using that on your CV, you know, uh, advertising yourself that way would be really helpful. I, I, I could see you, it's funny, you could take your engineering practice and go into situations and rearrange the parts so they function. And I actually think that that is your human gift, is, is that you're able to, um, you know, see what's wrong with the situation. Often you, you kind of pull back. Um, so, you, you, you know, you're going to have to learn to find a way that you're comfortable saying, gee, you know, company or group of people, gee, this is what I'm seeing as a difficulty. I can help you solve this. I actually think you should go back into a structured world. I think although it's been a really healing time, um, although a difficult time, this doesn't feel like it's been an idyllic two years of spiritual discovery, but um, although it's been a healing time, I think it's really time to re-enter the mainstream in a powerful way, also because I think there's a certain loneliness that at the time you started this, this spiritual journey felt safe and no longer is useful to you. I think it's really time to connect. So I would see how you can integrate this with what you've done in the past, you know, even if it's just including it, I as an engineer, blah, 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 
Uh, I see what uh, doesn't work. I'm able to implement new strategies. And I'm not talking about just intuitively, you know, in design, in, in human design, in et cetera, et cetera. I think, you know, people are so uh, hesitant to say, okay, no one's ever done this before. You know, everyone wants to be a Reiki practitioner. Make up your own, make up your own healing art. You know, use your background. Use your inspiration. Use what intuition gives uniquely through your lens of ego. And ego is a wonderful thing. Ego is what a, the machine that allows us to take, to take the energy we all share, put it through our unique filter of being, and create in the physical world something that often we all can share and can improve uh, humanity. I mean, I, I think that, that people forget that the way they best serve is to be best served, is to use their talents in a way that allows them to have the strongest, best life, body, relationship, finances, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think you're ready to do that. I think you're ready to reenter life. And I think that you should mix the kind of what, what is known as the spiritual with the structural and think, ooh, how can I market this? How can I apply this? Because I think it's important for you to be like back in the solid world in a, in a, in a major way. So that's, that's my two cents on this. Okay, hello? Thank you so much. Okay, hello. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, and, I think and you I, can I, I think. Sorry, you can always get other readings. On, on my Instagram, on Laura Day Intuit, I have a lot of people on training, and a lot of people have just done the books and do readings, who if you post a question, will give you their intuition as well. But I think you've gotten a little confused in the journey, yeah, and, and I think your journey has been very healing, but you've gotten a little confused by the division between the spiritual and the practical, spirituality should be practical. For as long as you have a body in the physical world, your spirituality should help you do that better. And I think you do serve. I think you're a kind person. I think you're not serving as much late, lately because you're isolated, not just because of COVID, but I think this has been an isolating couple of years. I think you need to reach out, join groups, offer what you have to offer, and create a business plan for yourself. You know, the engineer this life in a very practical uh, in a very practical way that forces you not to just wear sneakers. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Or trainers. As thank you, Joanne. You're very welcome. Okay, thank you amazing. So much. Thank, you. thank you, Laura. So, Laura, tell us the three things we can do to ground our intuition. And just if you've just tuned in, I'm talking to Laura Day of lauraday.com and Laura Day Intuit on Instagram. Laura's going to give us three ways to ground our intuition. She's one of the most I, – I've been working in this field for I don't know how many years, 20 years at least now, and I've come across many, many people who are psychic, and I can tell you no one has knocked my socks off the way Laura Day did. So do tell us, Laura, how do we ground our intuition? So you're all intuitive all of the time. It's just you have so much – it's like finding a pair of the two of the same shoes in my shoe closet – it's just a mess in there, and it's supposed to be a mess. That's what the subconscious is all about. So the first thing you need to do, and this is all in the circle, which is my fourth book, but three things. First thing, have a single goal. What is your goal right now? It doesn't have to seem possible or plausible, but what is your goal? And then notice, really document, take it out of your messy self, write down your goal, 
and document the people you suddenly hear from as you are as you focus on that goal. And by focus, I don't mean narrow focus where you concentrate. I mean experience. Oh, what would this goal feel like? What would it taste, smell, sound like? Where would I be? You know, play, allow your goal to become part of your life. And what you'll notice is all of the sudden, intuition will not just attract to you uh, things that help you along the road to that goal, but it'll take the blinders off to the things that are getting in the way of that goal. The other thing is sleep work. Before you go to sleep, take a moment to spend the illusion of separateness because we are all connected and science is giving us a lot of evidence of that now. Science is the new religion. To spend your illusion of separateness and write down what you, one thing that you want to do in community with other people who are asleep and joining, one thing you want help with. I want to make up with an old friend. I want to find a new job. I want to feel better. I want to begin to lose weight. I want to begin to get whatever it is, write it down and do that for a couple weeks. Stick until you have results. We all think we should click our heels three times and we're in Kansas. doesn't work that way. Repetition, discipline, repetition, discipline. So engage in sleep work. And the third thing is work in actual intuitive communities because you have a hard time seeing metaphorically your own intuitive information because you are, you know, we're all held together by our habits and patterns. However, um, they also block out what we don't habitually see, what we have, what we're not, uh, what we're not trained to see. Whereas when someone else looks at you intuitively or even intellectually, they can see things that you miss. Now, I'm not saying swallow those things whole. Always be a skeptic. You know, take in 10%. If it works, take in 12%. If it still works, take in 15 Go slow. But, but use other people and not always experts. You don't have to pay everybody to do something. There are lots of online healing communities. There are lots of online rituals. There's lots of online intuitive communities like mine at, Laura, at Instagram at Laura Day uh, Intuit. Get other input and then if it feels safe, try it out. You know, and nothing different ever feels 100% safe. Um, so those are my three suggestions. Have a target or a goal and one that you stick to till you get it doesn't mean you're giving up on everything else. You're just making that be the front runner and fold everything in. Something difficult happens, fold it in. What, how is this guiding me with that goal? Do sleep work. So write down what you want to achieve in your sleep. Connect with other people who are not constrained by bodies, who are free because they're sleeping, uh, and, and, and ask for help. And, and connect with, with intuitive communities and communities of all kinds because they will see what your habitual blinders don't and you'll get the information you need. So those are my three tips. Okay. Oh, and verify, so, verify, verify. Make it evidence-based. If someone predicts something, if someone says something, write it down. See if they're right or wrong. Check it out. Don't be belief-based. Intuition's not about belief. You know, it, it is about evidence. So get evidence for your intuition. If there is no evidence, then it's either precognitive, hasn't taken place yet, or it's simply wrong. 
Right. Okay. So, Laura, how much do you feel that we are, like, how far into the future can we look? Do we, I mean, how much are we creating our reality as we go along? I, I do this very fun thing. Of course, as a psychic, I need other psychics all day. You know, we all tap into each other. Because uh, just like all of you, we have our blind spots. We need other people to see past our blind spots. And I do this really interesting thing where someone, I'll give someone a reading or someone will give me a reading. And then I'll make the necessary changes. And then a few days later, I'll get another reading from someone else on the same topic. And lo and behold, the future will have changed. You are creating your future now. The fact that we can predict a lot of the future with a big degree of accuracy is because people feel very disempowered in making change. A tiny, a, a quarter degree of climate change makes incredible cosmoclitic has, I can't say the word, big events. Cataclysmic. You, cataclysmic. You can make a little change and it can ripple through and change your entire life. So, so bite, off, bite off a little piece and create, commit to creating your own, your own future. And the way we know intuition works, even though the future changes individually, is that global things rarely change. So one of the things I have when I'm training intuitives is I have them predict big global events like the elections, um, big global things that actually one person or even 20 people can't change. And I really uh, suggest, and if this isn't my first book, Practical Intuition, that you pick something to predict every day, not to be right about it, but to train yourself to predict things like the stock market that you personally don't have an effect on. Because that's when you see the power of your own ability to predict the future. But remember, in your personal future, your power is in this moment, your ability to take in new information, do things a different way, change old patterns, which is all what my book, The Circle, is about, and, and create your future. Do not let your future be dictated to you. I have two siblings who killed themselves, a mother who killed themselves. My future is, was in a cemetery. That hasn't been my future. I'm in love. I have a wonderful son, a wonderful career. I'm 61. I'm healthy. I've got most of my teeth. You know, you create your future. doesn't mean it's easy. Nothing in life worth doing is easy, except maybe falling in love and then all the work comes afterwards. But, you yeah. know, giving birth is a bloody process. But commit to it. Give birth. Find what your epidural is. Find what your tranquilizer is. Uh, yeah, started this whole thing about uh, about Panadol. You know, find what makes the pain better that's safe, and make sure you do it. That you don't get extra brownie points, by the way, for suffering. Avoid suffering in healthy ways and suffer only as much as you have to and as quickly as you can to get to the next part of your journey. Mm. Okay, beautiful. So I'm going to ask you about your boot camp in a second, but I just want to say, because I, I don't know if we're going to get a chance. I actually, there are lots of people waiting on the line, and I, I want to say to Moira, I hope you can hear me, Moira. I, I'm not going to be able to talk, but I drew you a card. I just felt like you really needed a bit of help. And uh, you got a card, you got the take time to breathe out card that says you should know where you stand either now or very soon. You need to take some time out for your own good. 
Okay, Maura, I just did that for you because I just felt like I wanted to do it. So, Laura, tell us about your boot camp because I'm even thinking I would like to do it. Tell us what's happening in it. How does it work and how do we find out about so, it? Boot camp is a rigorous training. It's basically a couple days on Zoom to train yourself to be professional intuitives, to use it in your business, in your life, in your community, and to create a group of intuitives who will continue to train you after boot camp is over as you train them. Everything's on my website at lauraday.com. Um, and and I, what I'm doing now, because I don't see private clients, I've worked for the same companies for almost 30 years, and that is all the private work I do. I do read on my Instagram lives. Um, I do, you know, people reach out to me. I, I read the public for free. I've, I've priced myself out of a normal market, but I always, you know, I'm always reading. As Yasmin will tell you, I, there's, you, you, whether you want one or not, you get a reading. Um, but, you know, I do, I, I do that. But what I really love is showing people, wow, with some training, you can read each other. You can read your companies. You, can, you have a skill that you can market. Um, and having that community of other intuitives, it's only 50 people in a group, never more. Having that community of other intuitives to support you is really helpful. And, of course, they're all different kinds of people. You know, they're doctors, financial managers, uh, people who are you know, artists, therapists, um, and people are between things. Um, I forget, someone had a great name for it, a uh, multidimensional personality, you know, a multidimensional personality <laughs> moment. Okay. Um, Laura, we're and, about and to and run think, out of time. We're about okay. to run out of time. So I just want to say to Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. LauraDay.com for all her work. And I think if you're going to start with the book, what should we say, start with the circle? got five seconds. Um, yes, I would start with a circle, but if you want intuitive training, start with practical intuition. And practical for those intuition. in the UK, it's on audio, so it's easier to download for you. Awesome. Thank you, Laura. We love you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 